Please listen carefully. Welcome to the Rick and Dodd Show. Two dudes, a podcast, and some laughs. Prepare to be underwhelmed. And away we go. I uh, have my new setup here, at least a part of it. Um, so, like we were talking offline, I ended up getting a new mic. Um, the only problem was I, I started getting it set up and set up to record. Uh, and then I realized that there would be no way for me to hear you. Um, <laughs> since it was only a, uh, basically a, a, a full size mic, uh, and then eventually like a adapter, a power adapter, and then it goes down into a three and a half, uh, headphone jack. So it can go into the laptop. Um, so I was thinking of other ways that I could get around that and, uh, either use, use the, this and then Bluetooth headphones to, to listen to the, to to basically be the monitor and stuff like that. But, uh, that was just too much. And, uh, I wanted to use it today. So, uh, I'm kind of doing backup, uh, vocals on, uh, the desktop, uh, in addition to the normal way we're recording here. So we'll see how it turns out, but then I'll, I don't really want to go the mixer route. So I may end up just starting to record, uh, on my desktop anyway. Um, so that that way it would end up being a, uh, the ability to have, uh, both the, the headphones and the mic still being active at the same time since it's more than just, since it has a actual sound card and not just the, the input jack, but we'll see how that goes. Well, that's exciting. I have not got my uh, new setup done over here yet. Um, I need to, I was going to get a little bit of a, a soundproofing and a actual, an actual uh, mic stand instead of a, uh, uh, an old bottle, yeah. old celebrations bottle. <laughs> So, uh, filled with change. It's not like I was just keeping it around reminiscing about candy. It's just, I needed a place for change and I was like, oh, this will work. This one actually wasn't bad. It came with the, the mic and the, the stand and it's got the, the arm so I can, uh, push it back behind my monitors once I'm not recording. And then when I need to use it for this, or if I'm using it for work to record some demos or, or webinars and stuff, it'll, it should work well. So I just need to, to fine tune it. But, um, we were running around doing a bunch of errands today and I was, uh, was not in the mindset to keep, uh, hearing myself just doing check, <laughs> check one, two, one, two, like 10,000 times to kind of fine tune it. So, uh, that, that'll come up in, in the coming weeks, but after that we'll be fine. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it sounds better. So that's good. Um, yeah, so we've got Halloween coming up. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, one of the, one of the topics I had written down actually. Ooh. Well, well, go on. What are uh, <laughs> what are uh, some of your uh, favorite Halloween costumes of, of all time that you've uh, you've done or, or participated in or oh. uh, creator of? Uh, let's see. So I stopped. I think I stopped about twelve. Okay. Um, my Halloween costumes are always like I can never remember a lot of them because like. They weren't like always good. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom was like real big about double dipping on Halloween costumes when I was a kid. As far as like reusing them. Oh uh, yeah. Um, God, I can't remember Halloween. It's so weird. Like, I know one time I went as a Ninja Turtle. Nice. Uh, my mom had actually like made the paper mache shell, and everything. Um, so that was pretty cool. Sweet. Uh, uh, similar to that, uh, or uh, before we jump away from there, uh, I was watching one of the, uh, the more recent impractical jokers. And this was one that had me cracking up, um, where they eventually had Sal had to go into, uh, a, a sewer, uh, but to, to provide a, uh, um, a, a joke that was non-licensed. Uh, they had a middle-aged Kung Fu tortoise, um, who was one of their, their overweight <laughs> friends standing there in a, in a way too tight, uh, um, Ninja Turtles costume, which was pretty hilarious. So, uh, as soon as, as soon as they named him a uh, middle-aged Kung Fu tortoise, I, I was uh, on the ground crying. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yes, I was, uh, I was not middle-aged, but I was young. I think I was like about eight, seven or eight. Um, I, it's weird. Like now that you ask about it, like I can't remember, a lot of Halloweens like like it's funny is that now that I know how to do like effects makeup and stuff I think the last Halloween costume I did I went I was like a I went as like a hippie because I own a poncho so um I went as like a you know a poncho and a bit more hair so um and (laughs) and all that Halloween costume one was basically me just putting on a poncho and some sunglasses but yeah like like 
ever since like I learned how to do effects makeup, um, I uh, I haven't actually really done anything crazy. Like <laughs> the years Halloween uh, Halloween years have just gone like uh, past. Uh, God, and that was oh my gosh, that was six years ago when I did that. Mm-hmm. Six seven years. So now my uh, Halloweens are usually spent watching wrestling and handing out candy. And uh, it's weird. Like, I'm just trying to think back around Halloweens, and I can only remember, like, two or three. That's so weird. Well, that's what I, I was trying to think of that, and I only really remember two. And it was – they were both when I was I was younger. One, which was pretty much my first one, where I came home one day, and there was a, um, a, a box. And so this was – I was – five-ish six-ish maybe so you know 89 90 um so before kind of the proliferation of ups and fedex delivering everything from amazon right away today um but i got it and i didn't know what it was and so my i forget if it was my mom or my dad i think it was my mom at home at the time told me to open it and i opened it up and then it's just this dinosaur costume that was like a, a green felt like onesie um and then it was this uh, awesome like uh, t-rex uh plastic mask um and like I had no idea of like what Halloween was, but I had this awesome costume that I was playing with and running around in. Um, and then eventually, like I went trick or treating the next night, and so that's like the first Halloween that I remember being a part of. Um, and then one a couple years later, like I had, I was dead set I was going to be Wolverine, um, so I was going <laughs> to be <clears throat> straight blue and yellow Wolverine. Um, we were making the costume no matter what, uh, like my mom had these like blue uh, women's gloves, like winter gloves that were like thin or whatever. But um, those are going to be my gloves. And then I, I found a chopstick somewhere and then we had an electric pencil sharpener. So I was putting them in the electric pencil sharpener to make the claws. Uh, so I just poked those through the, the knuckles and the gloves. And the, those were my uh, glove and claws there. <laughs> um, and then like we had a, uh, uh, a full like Royal blue, uh, sweatshirt, sweatpant, like sweatsuit. Um, and then oh, the, the neighbor helped, uh, sew some yellow material on top of it and stuff it with, uh, like uh, pillow stuffing. Um, and so the, the costume came out awesome. Like it looked good. I, I'll have to see if there are, are pictures of it somewhere. So the, the costume itself was amazing, but we didn't account for it being warm that Halloween. Um, oh yeah. So it probably started out as like, you know, a couple of pounds of, of clothes. By the time I took it off, it was probably about 15, 20 pounds of clothes and sweat. Um, and so it was, it was, it, it was a well designed or it was, it was a well, uh, visualized costume, but it wasn't necessarily designed for, uh, for comfort in, in the long term for like a 10 year old. <laughs> the weirdest costume. Okay. So as, as, as our half a listener in Idaho knows, um, I uh, I do have the theater background, so like all of most of my weird costume experiences deal with theater, uh, and you know like community theater and that. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about the sweatsuit, and all I could remember mm-hmm. was so, um, I uh, I <laughs> I uh, so I do community theater in Raleigh a little bit. And, um, before I decided, you know, I did, I did a couple shows and decided that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, like an idiot. Uh-huh. Um, but so one of the theater families down here in Raleigh is the booths, um, which you may recommend, you, you may remember the booth family from such assassinations as oh. Abraham Lincoln's. Okay. So, um, so, and the thing is, is the booth property has, the booth family has always been prominent in theater. Um, you know, before James uh, James Booth decided to shoot the 16th president of the United States. His brother, Edwin Booth, uh, was a very famous actor and uh, did a lot of theater. And I think in help invent moving scenery, that could be wrong. But um, that last part, but he was a famous actor. So the, the Booth family has carried on in such tradition. And uh, uh, it did that. So one of the first shows that I did was uh, uh, one of the Booths. Huh, that's weird. Um, I just, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it was a uh, so one of the booths uh, wrote a show, and 
basically uh, it was a parody of the Nutcracker. Okay. And I was I was in the um and I was the uh, Mouse King or Rat King or whatever. And the um <laughs> the costume was basically uh, sweatpants and a sweater. And this 35-pound paper mache rat king head, or mouse king awesome. head. Uh, where my little people was made out of uh, chicken wire. And uh, I could not see. So uh, beneath all that, under those lights... Uh, so they had to. This is this was just a total cluster clusterfuck. Um, there's our explicit rating three minutes in. So um, one of the things I had to do, uh, they had to mic the stage because none of the actors were projecting. Okay. Um, so instead of just miking the actors, there was just the only one that should have had a mic which should have been me because you were expecting me to scream through thirty five pounds of paper yeah, mache. Yeah, yeah. That's not gonna work. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually started to lose my voice in the middle of the show um, because I uh, <laughs> because of that, and probably the fumes, and it all probably did some ain ain damage damage. Yeah, so I, I can imagine. <laughs> so, um, so just constant sweating, and the best thing ever is uh, they because I guess I was personable enough. Everyone in the show had a prop sword. Except me. So, um, so I did all of this very strange choreography. Um, not strange. It was simple, but like, uh, basically blind with a live sword. Oh, okay. Uh, so you, everybody else had a prop sword, but you had an actual sword. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know, because I'm you know I'm kind of tall for the our listeners. I'm around six one, like an actual six one, not like a dating profile six one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm somewhere between six one and six two. So I have this huge pile of paper mache in my head. I'm basically walking around with a real sword. I can't see, and I'm constantly thumping the microphones because instead of miking the the actors, they lowered microphones down from the rafters. Okay. So I'm constantly thumping microphones as I'm walking around the stage. Yeah, I, can, I can imagine. Um, so that was one of the first shows I was ever in. Um, and that was probably uh, one of the most interesting costume experiences I have. I've had just in my life over Halloween or in shows. Um, you know, after that, that was, you know, I had more reasonable roles um but i still have one of that i still have that sweater somewhere because it was a nice sweater but it was just so bizarre like and for because the because the the mouse king ends up being like the the count so which believability was not very good yeah i can imagine um yeah afrocentric transylvanian um, is not a great thing. And I ended up having to watch like Bela Gosi movies so I could try and learn the accent. Um, because they really wanted the accent, mm-hmm. which was not good. And, uh, man, that was just one hell of an experience. So I don't think there was any record of that show ever happening, which, you know, I'm not terribly upset about. So, um, yes. And the parody was all written by one of the booths. Um, so it was all all written, and it was very uh, very interesting. And so, so what did you say? You, you just you said you was Afrocentric Transylvanian. Well, so basically, I like you, you cast like the only black guy in your in your thing. Um, I did make a couple of kids cry, so that was cool. Um, it's always a plus. Yep. So, well, no, I mean it's like you know I I'm not very educated on transylvania or that part of the world but i imagine there's not that many black people there mm-hmm. so and i was doing an awful accent so i'm just like you guess the one black guy <laughs> basically to be the mouse king 
because I was the only one that was pretty much intimidating enough. Yeah. Like body wise. Um, because the other, the, like the other guys were like really length, like just lanky and like mm-hmm. string beanie. Um, They're just so not imposing in yeah, yeah, body, yeah. body shape style, whatever. Yeah. I was, you know, I was a, maybe a little skinnier. I don't know. But, um, so yeah, so it was just so funny where it's like, I, <laughs> oh yes, yes. I, I want to suck your blood. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Dinner, dinner at three, dinner at three. Like, like it was just so like, it was just awful. Like, man, just thump, thump, just fucking ricocheting off of the fucking paper mache rattling around, man. Nobody lost an eye. So well, that, yeah, I mean, that's impressive. If you end up having, uh, um, an actual sword and nobody got injured. I mean, that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty, uh, I would say, that is a success yep yep it was good um yeah man that was man that's the craziest costume story i think i've ever had um it's weird because like i think that's maybe why i have such a hard time remembering like halloweens and stuff is because i've disassociated any i've just disassociated myself from any time i've dressed up in a costume Mm -hmm. (laughs) just because the the theater and theater experience in college wasn't stellar just blocking it out (laughs) Yeah, just all of it. Any costume-related fun, gone. What's what I, gone I for? Was thinking. I, I remembered one other one um, where it was. Uh, it, it wasn't when I was a, when I was a kid, but it was one where I was <clears throat> living in North Carolina at the time, um, and I, I forget what the circumstances were of why I, I waited or whatever. Um, but then. Uh, at, at the time, I was living in a, a complex. I was living in the Briar Creek area, so. Uh, right close mm. to the the Walmart and Target that was there, um, and I want to say right. for whatever reason this was on a on a Saturday, um, and I just happened to be killing time after uh, the Penn State football game was over, so um, just came back and I I don't know if I had plans to go out or whatever, but I was at um, I was at Target and I think that they had a this was around the time that Superman Returns came out, so I, I want to say this was probably two thousand six. Uh, based on that um so it was around the time superman returns came out so there was a, a superman costume that was the brendan routh style costume and everything um the only problem it was for a 10 year old um but i i believe <laughs> at the same time it was still only like eight dollars and so i thought what better costume that would a be funny and b be better than eight dollars um if i can squeeze myself into this uh um, into this, uh, 10 year old's costume or this costume for a 10 year old. I wasn't stealing a 10 year old's costume. Um, so like this was after <laughs> I had, uh, dropped a bunch of weight. Uh, I had been running, I'd been working out pretty regularly and, you know, having a, a pretty set, uh, um, schedule at work and being able to focus on the gym and stuff like that. So I, like, I was, I was confident I could, so I, I got it home, um, and, and tried it on and it fit, but it was basically like a four to five minute process of getting into it. Where it was like getting the um, pulling pulling the legs on, pulling the 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 rest of it up, and then trying to because it, it basically like only opened in the back, and you had to like tie it around the neck and the back and everything. So it was something that was definitely um, uh, cumbersome to to hop into. It wasn't just like you know throwing on uh, jeans and a t shirt or, or like a, a something that actually fit. Um, so once I got it on, it was something where. Um, I realized I, I was going to need something, uh, to make my legs look comfortable, um, because it was, it was definitely, uh, you know, it, it was built for room for, for, uh, a preteen, but it wasn't actually built for, uh, room for someone who has, uh, uh, gigantic hockey thighs, uh, and is, uh, <laughs> basically, um, giving himself a moose knuckle with it. Um, so, uh, so with that, it was, it was like, I had to grab like my, like compression shorts for hockey and I, I threw like a cup on or whatever so that that actually fit. Um, and so it started, ended up uh, doing that. And so that, that was, um, something that, uh, worked out pretty well. Um, and was, uh, I actually got a couple of uses out of it. I think I may actually still have the cape somewhere. Um, I don't know if, uh, if I did or not. Um, but I, I know I got rid of the, the costume piece itself a long time ago, but I may have the, the cape somewhere. But that was one that definitely both got many double takes and uh, uh, got many high fives from. So that's a, that's another one that I remember quite fondly. 
Yeah, like it's just so weird. Like I um just thinking about like costumes and stuff and like so one of the things that I've realized is that like Halloween is the only holiday and I, I'm just spitballing here, I'm going off the cuff. I haven't even completely formed the thought yet, so stay with me. It's about to be a wild and disappointing ride. <laughs> um, uh, Halloween is the only holiday where you can just half-ass your effort for it, and it's totally socially acceptable. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, and, like... <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's what there's... There's many where it's... You're you're able to be creative, um, and, like, you're, you're able to assemble some stuff and, and be pretty fun with it. Um, but then there's also situations where... Uh, you just look at the materials used and it's like, no, this is just a, just pure laziness. And while the, like, it's kind of like, uh, the Olympics where they have the, you know, technical difficulty and then execution or whatever for gymnastics or ice skating or some of the, some of those style events. It's like <laughs> your idea may have been sound, but your execution was, was shitting off the table. Oh yeah. Like, you know, and I think this is what it is too, is because now as adults and as nerds and especially, uh, I, you know, especially the way that I consume the internet, um, which is probably, you know, more than, I mean, I don't like, you know, either on Reddit, you know, looking through stuff we have, we get to see every day insane cosplays. Mm-hmm. So like we see these really cool and you go into like cons and stuff like, you get to see really insane cosplays. So when some guy fucking puts on a Bush Bush League fucking, you know, fucking Budweiser fucking cardboard box on his head and is like, I'm Galvatron, you're like, fuck right off, dude. Yep. You know, it's uh it's very um <laughs> It reminds me, I used to do a I used to do a bit with my friends where uh Starscream would constantly leave voicemails for Soundwave. Oh, that's awesome. Where he would just like try and hang out, and I would try and do my best Frank Welker. Mm-hmm. Not very good, but uh, yeah. So like, <laughs> um, we would always like. So we see that. So we get all the. Um, so we see these really cool cosplays. So when like Halloween comes around, now it's not like special. If that makes any sense, yeah, I mean, like it's, just, it's you kind know, of just it's not as unique or kind of interesting as it once was to see everybody in costume. Yeah, like you can see really good costumes all the time now. And it's just, uh, you know, I, I guess maybe it's because like I'm not getting drunk and I'm not going out and getting candy. You know, it's just it all kind of just le- loses the the appeal. Like, you know, I originally had planned for this Halloween uh, to get Wolfenstein 2, um, buy full-size candy bars, swing the doors on open. And just murder Nazis while I had out candy. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. <laughs> and um, instead, uh, I did not get Wolfenstein 2. So I am probably, uh, I'd been listening to a Nightmare on Elm Street podcast. Um, and I really got a hankering to watch some of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies uh, for the first time in my life. So I figured I would go, go big and start with 2. Uh, because I personally know the director of 2. Um, which I feel like I've talked about before. Um he he taught at Western or teaches at Western. Oh, okay. And uh, I was in a lot of film class press more than enough um, and fucking hated it. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, I figured I'd start there because it's the worst and uh, just go from there. But uh, no, no Nazi murdering because I didn't get Wolfenstein 2 because it's coming out on the Switch. Yeah, we've uh, we don't have any real plans for, for Tuesday this year. Uh, since tomorrow's the big day, I have to call in to see if I need to serve on jury duty. Um, so, so that'll be, uh, fingers crossed that, uh, that won't have to happen. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see one way or another. Um, and our, our building does something where they have like an internal trick or treat for everybody, like in the building where you can sign up and, and do some of that. So we did that last year and it was super fun. There's a, a lot of like uh, tiny babies that get dressed up that you know parents aren't going to take them out and do anything like that with them. Um, but it uh, it ended up being uh, super fun last year. But Amanda's got an appointment uh, 
I think like in the evening and she won't be back in time. And then we didn't want to sign up and then have everybody come here and then have me be stuck out at jury duty and her at her appointment. And then not, you know, nobody here and Mm -hmm. have kids knocking for candy. And then it just doesn't make sense to like set a bowl out because then it's, you know, somebody takes it and then it's no fun for anybody. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, this year we're just, we're not really doing anything. Um, but we'll, I mean, we'll hope to see how it goes, but if, if I end up being here, then I'll, uh, uh, I'll put a sign up or something like that to, to let people know that, uh, we, we can grab candy or whatever. So it'll all depend on, uh, my call tomorrow at, at four thirty central time to the, uh, Cook County courthouse to, uh, or circuit court or whatever to see if I actually need to show up or not. Yeah, I mean, here's hoping, like you know, that you don't, because um, jury jury duty can be a pain in the ass. The, uh, Just the only thing I do have kind of a a, a backwards hope on um, is there was there was some news uh, made recently as well. I forget where he was um, or who he was talking to, but uh, former President Obama was was talking to someone, and then uh, somebody either on his current staff or, or something like that uh, did uh, confirm that he was also. Uh, yeah, even though he's uh, been living in D.C. for a while or, or whatever, he, I, I believe he still technically resides uh, as a main residence in, in Cook County or he has residence here. Mm-hmm. So uh, he has actually been summoned for jury duty at some point as well. Um, so the, all the news said that it was going to be next month. So I'm hoping that that is actually just a ruse and he was uh, summoned for this month. Um, and then I will <laughs> walk in on Tuesday and be kicking it with uh, former President Obama in, uh, in jury duty. So at least that'll pass the time. Yeah, make sure you plug, uh, plug the podcast to him yeah. too and be like really, really insistent about it too. Be like, just don't call him Mr. President or anything. Just go straight <sighs> first name, just first name basis with him. Straight hey, Barry. Straight Barry. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, bear. No, not even Barry, just bear. Hey, bear. Bear. Uh, do, do you like listening to stuff? Well, I mean, I've got a podcast. Time that... on your hands now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> but yeah, it'd be great. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. So um, I, I, I've got a couple of books I'm going to take. Uh, I was also thinking of just taking, like, one of a magic deck, one of my legacy decks, and just, like, goldfishing the entire time so that they think that there's something wrong with me or, or that I'm uh, – like uh, just going to be sitting there um, like talking to myself playing and, and kind of like playing chess against myself while I'm sitting there um, and see, see how that would go. But we'll, we'll see one way or another. I would just start off if they have to interview, just to automatically say the dude's guilty. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he did, but he's guilty. That'll go over great. Oh, I wish I remembered. I was, I was in court um, for, uh, getting uh nailed for running a stop sign which uh i still uh kind of refute to this day based off of um the rest of the neighborhood and it it being the exact same thing that was there but they were basically pinching anybody who uh didn't like wait for five minutes at the stop sign so um (laughs) there's there's also so i I was in court um kind of waiting for it and everything um and there was somebody else uh that showed up uh this was back in in raleigh so this was in the downtown court in raleigh um, and they had something else where I don't know if it was a speeding ticket or a suspended light driving on a suspended license or, or something like that. Um, there was, there was something where it was like, uh, like all I do is, is, uh, drink beer and kick ass and I'm all out of beer. And I'm like, <laughs> like it, it was something like that. I, I don't think it was that like that exact shirt, but it was something in that vein. And I'm like, if that's what you're wearing to court, there's obviously going to be something wrong. Because for those of our listeners who are fortunate enough to be living outside the great state of North Carolina, um, there is a, a thing in uh, in the court system there called prayer for judgment, um, which basically means for minor infractions, um, as long as you haven't used a prayer for judgment in the last two years, depending on the infraction and the temperament of the judge, um, it's kind of like a get out of jail free card. Um, as long as you don't fuck up for like another two years. Um, so you can basically ju- go up and say, uh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't attending to, it, it was an accident. Um, and then we can just say, oh, I won't do it again. And then the judge is like, okay, I believe you. Or they say, no, I don't believe you. So you're going to either pay a fine or, you know, we'll escalate it. Um, so when when there's kind of like a hint of wanting to like present your best self 
when you're going into the court there. Um, you don't necessarily yeah. want to, you know, walk in with uh, um, essentially, you know, assless chaps and that shirt on and be like, yeah, let's uh, let's throw down and, and see see what we're doing today. Um, so <laughs> it, it's it's something where the the, you know, having a good first impression with a, an, a, a court official um, goes a long way when there is when there is something like a prayer for judgment uh, at play there. Um but then again, the majority of people that are in court at the time necessarily are there because of uh, not having exactly clear clear thinking or reasoning. So that's that's probably why they are there. Yeah. The, um, yeah. No, I was. Uh, it, yeah. Like when I when I went, like I wish I wish I didn't get a chance. The, I don't think the judge even like had woke up before like they expected people to already be there at court. Mm-hmm. My favorite was. Um, uh, when I went, I can't, I can't remember if I talked about it last time, but there was somebody who was there who got basically got a ticket for hit, for for uh, fleeing the scene of an accident. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they were like, it, it was. I felt so bad because it was a it was a dude. It was a a, a guy uh, and a son, and like it was the son who got the ticket, and he's like trying really hard not to make sure it's like that they don't have to go to the, uh, you know. <laughs> the the uh so they you know so see if they can try and get it dismissed and i'm like i don't think that's gonna happen bud <laughs> like, like i mean the kid the kid was scared and i get it like it was just so funny just like overhearing that and uh there was the, the god the guy before him was uh was another father and son duo which made me feel great because i wasn't there with my father or my son uh-huh. um which i'm not sure either exists anymore so um, and, um, so uh, the one before that was just having a, just an awful day. Uh, it was, it was, I guess he was like coming home late at night, blew a tire, smacked into a guardrail. And then, you know, I guess the cop got called or whatever. And, and the cop shows up and he doesn't have his license. <laughs> so premium, uh, premium, premium bad day fodder right mm-hmm. there. But. Yeah, so I mean, it's like as you said, the uh, the decision, the decision making, always, always really interesting for the majority of the folks that end up there. So I mean, it, it could end up being a good time if I do get pulled into it. It's going to be a pain in the ass for work, but other than that, it shouldn't be too too much of an issue. Um, let me see. Yeah, what, what else I got here? Um, have uh, did you end up picking up Mario Odyssey or no? Of course. Okay. I'm a working man. I'm a working man um, who took his $60 in disposable and tapped it down on the table and said, you give me my Mario now. Was, so I've been playing a little bit of that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we uh, I uh, downloaded it or I bought it Thursday night and, and downloaded it in preparation to play on over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had planned on playing it Friday. Um, and then the seasons decided to royally uh, fuck with me on, on Friday where um, I, I ended up having like a, a sinus allergy attack uh, so bad that I could barely keep my eyes open. So that was fun. So needless to say, I wasn't playing many video games. I wasn't doing much of anything aside from uh, blowing my nose, rubbing my face raw and screaming at the at the sky. Um, this is uh, in addition to taking some uh, uh, or pretty much any pill that we had in the house that was related to, to sinuses or allergies in any way, shape or form. Um, but luckily I, I bounced back Saturday, uh, and we had to, we, we had some stuff out of town that we were doing, but I was kicking myself once we left because, uh, we should have grabbed the, uh, the switch and, and took it with us. Cause we had to, to wait for, um, Comic-Con badges and it's like a two, three hour process where you're just sitting there waiting, staring at a spinning circle on the screen, um, and hoping and praying that the, you know, the, the laws of statistics and, and, uh, randomness, uh, will, will be your friend. Um, so we had a lot of time to wait there. So that would have been a perfect time to break into it when I was doing nothing besides just, you know, staring at my computer screen. Uh, but I forgot that, but, um, Amanda started playing some of it tonight and I was watching her, watching her while I was making dinner. Um, but it, it looked, it definitely looked pretty interesting and there, it's a, it's a cool concept that I, I think, uh, uh, I'll, I'll enjoy playing into. So that's one I, I want to jump into. Yeah, um, I'm not too far into it. Um, it's like I was actually thinking about this uh, for, you know, just being a couple schmucks here. We're, we're pretty on the uh, we we give uh, we're pretty on the edge of uh, uh, a lot of game game news. Uh, <laughs> we're pretty uh, 
pretty a pretty good source here. Um, but yeah, so I played a little bit. I, I've played for a few hours. I'm not too far into it. Um, it's really fun. The uh, I like the little the little hat mechanic is pretty neat. It's a little awkward some points, but yeah, you know, I'm getting used to it. Um, I mean, it's definitely it's, something that's unique. Where I mean, I haven't been a huge like Nintendo system owner. Um, like I didn't have a GameCube and, uh, I didn't have a Wii U, but I had a Wii, but I don't think I had, I haven't bought like many of the, the outright Mario games. Um, mm-hmm. so like there, there may have been some things and like, I'm not a huge, uh, smash brothers player. So there's probably stuff in there that they've done, but I think that's just something where it's like, it's a fresh take on what you can do with Mario because he's been around for so long and like, it's okay. Yeah. He jumps up and down and jumps on top of shit and throws shit. And he has all the other, uh, like the fire flower and the, the, uh, the, you know, Tanuki suit and all of that stuff. But, uh, just, he's always got his hat, but now there's something else there that you can do with it. Or it's, it's a whole new, like, uh, like realm or aspect of it. So it, it's, uh, just some of the stuff that I, I saw Amanda doing was, was looking pretty cool. So it's one, um, that I think is, is going to be a, a good one for the system. Yes. It's, 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 I will say that it is very good. It is a fun, um 3d mario um and i think it's a fantastic lineup to the library i was uh, actually was talking to our mutual friend jim uh earlier uh about 30 minutes before he got started here and he wanted to make sure that i let everybody know that there's a chain restaurant in chicago that he loves like porcinos portadellos portillos portillos he said that there was one in florida because he's been traveling a lot for work. Mm-hmm. So there's one in Florida just as good as uh uh just as good as the ones in Chicago. So they're they're up they've got they're up to snuff. So Well, um, I mean, I'd hope so based off of uh um I mean that that's they are all pretty much all over the place and they're the majority of them are, are from around here, but they ha- they have them like in Arizona. Um and so I mean it's still like all the same like a lot of the same supply chain. Obviously some of it's regional. Uh, but uh, I'm glad Jimbo was able to to find some of his uh, his uh, uh, hometown cooking uh, while he was traveling on the road there. Yes, I uh, so I, I told him I'd let folks know, and I did. So I did my part, Jim. So there you go. Um, so yeah, so I was as I was telling him uh, in our conversation there, I go, it's getting really close to like if you don't have a switch, like it's. I said I said realistically by next basically about halfway through next year possibly march there's just going to be no reason why you shouldn't own one Mm -hmm. um you know you'll have you know you've had breath of the wild come out uh splatoon 2 super mario odyssey you'll have wolfenstein 2 skyrim doom uh la noir um you know granted some of those are games that have come out but Wolfenstein will be relatively new. You have the new Shin Megami Tensei uh, 5 coming out exclusively for the Switch. Um, that's not breaking news here. But, um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, if you liked, you know, if any of you guys actually went out and played Persona or like the Shin Megami Tensei series, which, uh, did, I, did I tell you I uh, uh, actually did the, the, the really awful translation of that? Uh, uh, I think we talked about that at one point. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I just can't remember. My brain's all mush. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, there's, like, by next year, like, by halfway through next year, there's going to be a lot of good titles. And even right now, like, I'd be kind of envious if I didn't have one just for all the really neat gaming experiences. Now, there have been some misses. Um, you know, you've, you know, uh, like, ARMS is fun. Yeah. Uh, excuse me uh not like 60 dollars fun mm-hmm. um you know there was that um of course you also had mario kart 8 but for some of us suckers who actually own a wii u um that wasn't a really new thing yep. uh but um but i, I, yeah. mean, I think the the play the interaction aspect and the mobile aspect of mario kart was one that's going to be a little bit different there oh absolutely and that's why i went and bought it again mm-hmm. um that and I wanted people to hang out with me. So, uh. <laughs> so similarly, like where people ended up, I mean, they were able to get Breath of the Wild on the Wii, <laughs> uh, on Wii U as opposed to the Switch right away too. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, what 
Excuse me, I just keep yawning. Jesus. <sighs> All right. So that should be good for about 45 seconds. Yeah, so with this, I think what really helped Breath of the Wild uh, was the portability on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, the portability on that is something magical when I can sit down and basically be playing a console game in bed before I go to sleep. Oh, exactly. Or, you know, it, you know, um, my roommate got uh, the new South Park game fractured but whole. Um, so if you say it quickly, it is fractured butthole. So, you know, that's, that's yes. fun for, for those of us that yeah. like to get jokes explained <laughs> to us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I've played a little bit of that. Um, uh, what I can tell from that game is um, the combat system, because they redesigned it as like a grid system. Mm-hmm. Um, from the first one, so it's like sort of like a little bit of tactics. You don't need the tactics, and it ends up being clunkier than it should be. Okay. Um, the humor is just a lot of, uh, you know, uh, South Park crude, um, which is fine. But because the game ends up being so long, um, it's actually really grating. Yeah. Um. You know, so um, and the game seems to do this thing where uh, it doesn't seem to know when to end, which is uh, uh, some issues that I've I've noticed with uh, a lot of modern games actually have. Um, my roommate also got uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, I haven't seen that in action yet. I imagine it's going to be a glitchy, buggy mess uh, because it's Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, yeah, speaking of Ubisoft and, and budgie in their in their glitchy buggy masses that they release uh fractured uh but whole uh has uh this this issue where you can get into boss battles um and somehow the square you'll be in will be occupied and uh, the game will basically freeze and not let you move forward oh it sounds awesome um and continue the combat and i got to see this happen twice uh, in an 18 hour playthrough <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I mean, and it's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty glaring feature where I don't know necessarily if game testers didn't play the game, you know, I, I don't know. It wasn't it was I, going to be played by users or if they were going with it yeah. in a specific way. Yeah. So, you know, I, um, it, it, I, man, I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, the game is not bad. Um, it's pretty funny in some areas um it's realistically um i don't think it's worth the 60 dollar price tag um if i would probably put it around 20 realistically okay um it's not a, it's not a day one buy it's like you pick it up during it's one of those games where you would pick up black friday next year for like 15 dollars yeah, that's what i was gonna say look for even this year if there's gonna be like, it'll probably be like a bundle or you buy that and you get a gift card with it or something like that. So it's kind of coming off the top, but then definitely next year where you'll be able to get it for super cheap and you're not really missing anything. Cause there's probably going to be DLC or something with it, or, you know, it's still, like, yeah. you're, there's not going to be based on how long it took them to make this one and, and everything else. And kind of knowing uh, some other stuff from the South Park guys, there's not going to be like a ton more. There's not going to be a huge pressure for more new titles. So everything that they're going to do is going to want to get funneled into this one. So, you know, waiting that time, if, if you've got other games to play, isn't going to be a, a big issue. Yeah. Um, in a lackluster year, in a lackluster game year, this would be like, this would be a hidden gem to find. Uh, but this year I can recommend at least four games that are better. Easy. If you haven't played, um, obviously breath of the wild, uh, persona five, um, I'm actually playing through the new Mirror's Edge, and um, that's not too bad. I know that didn't come out this year, but uh, Horizon near uh, uh, Automata, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, I mean, there are just so many better games, especially if you own a PlayStation 4. Um, if, you, if your primary Xbox, this actually might be one where um, depending on what you're trying to get, uh, since uh, a lot of those games I just named were actually exclusives to Xbox or uh, to PS4. Um, but you know, there's I mean, oh god, you guys get 
Um, I don't even know. I, I just I don't have an Xbox One, so I don't even pay attention to this stuff anymore. Well, that's what I'm, I'm kind of going backwards because I'm just going through some of the, the older stuff like we talked about before that I, I wanted to uh, um, get back into. So like I, I put some time into Final Fantasy 15. I, I definitely want to jump back on that um, on the the Xbox One. Um, but you know, my passion and heart is always going to be with Final Fantasy VII. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I wanted to dig out my, my original PlayStation, uh, <laughs> that up and, and start playing that. So I've been going for the last couple of weeks of like, when can I get the storage and go, go get out, um, my, my PlayStation, the, the, you know, original, uh, PlayStation, the, the big square one. Um, and so I, I was walking back home on Thursday from a, a work event and swung by storage and dug out everything there and was like, Hmm, it's actually not here. Uh, wonder where it is. Uh, now that I think of it, it's probably in the entertainment center that I can see from sitting on the couch. So, you know, for for a month and a half or two months, I don't know why I thought like it wasn't within my peripheral vision for, you know, 80% of the day. Um, so got home and I was like, Oh, it's here. So, uh, last night I was, I dug that out and then I was like, okay, well I've got this, but I don't have any of the cables with it. So need to look for those. So luckily, uh, uh, past me was, was at least thinking half of future me um, when the, the AV multi-out cable was uh, in the, the drawer in the middle of the entertainment center. But lo and behold, no power cable. Um, so I don't know where that went. The one good thing about the Sony PlayStation and, well, the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, um, well, even PlayStation 3, I don't know about PlayStation 4. Um, the power cables are common power cables. Like, they're not the the custom uh, power cables or they're not like the um, custom sizes for, for most of that. So uh, you can uh, plug into them really easily um, or switch them out. Like for a lot of the either PS3, uh, the 360, like all those, they're just, you know, standard uh, desktop computer power cables. Um, but then the the power cables for the original PlayStation was just a, a polarized two-prong plug. So it's a, it's a pretty standard size for a lot of things. So uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a standard size and a standard power cable, uh, which is good because you can use other power cables for it. But you can also use that power cable for other things, which I must have done and put somewhere else because I have no idea where the hell that power cable was. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I dug through that and then dug through a box of like, uh, must have been four miles of Ethernet cable that I have behind the the TV for some reason. Um, Amanda's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm looking for a power cable." Um, and I was like, uh, "I'm gonna have to order one on Amazon." So I looked on Amazon, and they're only like six, seven bucks. But for some reason, like they were weren't gonna get here until Tuesday, even if I ordered it yesterday. Um, so it's still like with Prime, it was still like four days worth of shipping, which didn't make sense. Yep. So I was yep. like, "Let me uh, let me hold off." And there's a GameStop not too far from here. So it was like, I know they always have like the random uh, uh, power cables and, and stuff like in like the clear uh, or somewhat clear browning plastic bags that were with like the, the GameStop sign like stapled on top of it. Um, so uh, so that's what I, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll swing by there and hit that up. Uh, so I had an idea of what I needed. I Googled some stuff. So I was like, yeah, this is the type of what it is, but I just need it for like the original PlayStation. So I, the walk-in guy's like, hey, like, can I help you? And I, I go... Uh, yeah, I need a, a power cable for the original PlayStation. And he's like, PlayStation. I was like, no, PlayStation, not two, not three, PlayStation. And it looked like you were like, I, I would have asked him to translate something from Arabic because <laughs> his head was just exploding. He's like, um, uh, okay. And so we walk over to the PlayStation side. He's like, well, I think this will work. Like, uh, I was like, well, can you look to see, like, if you have something in stock, like, can you search for it or anything? He's like, we can give it a shot, but I mean, these are all the PlayStation ones we have. So if it's compatible with any of the other ones, this should work. Um, and then I was, I was like, oh, I, I was kind of coming here for your expertise. And like, I usually don't go to GameStop for this reason because it's the, you know, the, there's, I'm never satisfied whenever I walk out of there. That's like, if I, I don't really have buyer's remorse a lot, but the number one place I do usually have it is a GameStop. Um, and, and so I was like, yeah, let me just Google it really quick. So I found a couple like low res images that would have made it so that the, the one that I was looking at would have been the right one. But I was like, yeah, I need a little bit higher risk. So I kept searching. I was like, nope, not going to be it. This one is non-polarized and I need a polarized one. So what the one they used in the, uh, 
PS2 was different than the, than the original PlayStation. So uh, that's that's not going to work for me here. Um, and and it was, he was like, well, yeah, you're probably just better off on Amazon. So I was like, no, gee, thanks. So it was like uh, that that could have went a lot better. Um, but then luckily we were uh, running some other errands and uh, it was taking a little bit of time. So I just went on Best Buy since there was a Best Buy right down the street. Um, and usually I don't really have – I don't remember the last time we actually bought something of value from Best Buy. Um, <laughs> I, did we – no, we didn't get anything there last year for Black Friday. Um, and so I just searched on there. It was like polarized two-prong plug, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it came through and it was like, there's one left in the store. Do you want to pick it up? I was like, why, well, yes, I do for $7. Um, so then that was something where I was able to grab that. Uh, and it was like, well, I'll pick it up. They'll email it or they'll, they'll text me when it's ready, blah, blah, blah. We had another errand to run in the same building. Walked in, picked it up, although they needed to have four people figure out where it was, even though it told me to go to the store pickup counter. Um, and then, boom, came back. Uh, plugged it in it works so that's what i'm going to do after we're done here is uh hook that up and make sure it works on the tv so that's uh kind of the next step to to go from there yes uh and in the future um if you ever have any kind of retro gaming related need uh just give me a call and i will be more than happy to tell you to go to amazon or ebay yeah um because it's funny you have a gamestop story i've also got one so i'm sure you have many so I'm pretty uh so I'm pretty chummy with the guys at my GameStop um with a lot of the employees there. Uh mostly because I tend to go in often. Um and I usually try to get the maximum value when I do go there. Um for like on their sale, day. not like I'm trying to get like discounts or anything. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, like sometimes you want to go in and you can find a whole bunch of rare games that your store will have and you go, Oh, this is really cool. You know, you can stretch some, you can stretch your dollar. So, um, and there's this whole guy who was trying really hard to sell me on some stuff. Uh, I was trying to sell me on the original near and I'm like, nah, I go, I really just want to try and find it thrifting. Mm-hmm. It's a PS three Xbox 360 game. You know, they're trying to charge me $25 for it. I don't want to pay that. Because it's going to look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, have, I don't know if you've recently gone back and played 360 games. The The only ones what? I've played have been ones that have that are, like, automatically fully supported on, uh, on the one. So, like, I was playing, I went back and played some Injustice before Injustice 2 came out. Um, mm-hmm. So that was one that, that made the, the migration uh, rather nicely. But I know some of them are, are much, uh, much more painful. Yeah. Yeah, some of them look like hot mud smeared onto a crying orphan uh who keeps being told he's going to be adopted and then they're taking his parents away mm-hmm. taking it just dangling the carrot and pulling it away so he's continuously crying all the time and it's just making it just even more muddy and more blurred um yeah so a lot of them look like hot, hot garbage and uh so uh, he's trying really hard to sell me on it, and he goes, "What?" He's like, "He's like, well, have you found anything good thrifting?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I found a copy of Mighty Final Fight, a box copy of Chrono Trigger, Earthbound." And he's just like, "Oh, those are all just all cliched." I'm like, "Dude, we're talking about finding. If I can find two hundred fucking dollar games, I can find a fucking PS3 title that came out six or seven years ago. It'll be fine." Um, you know, and he was just like given, given a lot of like, usually like if anybody knows anything about games, you know, you name like a few certain titles that you have physical copies of and folks just go, Oh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> like uh, context for, for what you have or, or being in the know for some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was just like, just not care. Like, if you're telling me finding a $200 game is not biggie and that I'm not going to find a $20 game at your a $20 game at your store, which isn't even what it goes for online. It goes for a lot less. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, dude. I'm like, I already bought the new game. You sold me on the other new game. Like I'm not buying this, this game. Cause that means I got to hook up a 360 dude. 
you know how fucking much of a pain in the ass that is like it's i it's like it's not hooked up now yeah that's what i it, i have in storage both my ps3 and my 360 since i i don't have time to play either of them and everything i want to play for the 360 is available on um the one so it's it just kind of like that's another one where uh eventually if, if i end up having a place that uh has more space i i would like to get something like your uh your game closet that has everything hooked up at once uh but yeah. it's not something that uh is, is on the radar right now and so they having all that stuff hooked up now is just going to be way too much yeah yeah i mean i i barely go in there to play anything uh, mostly because I still haven't gotten the, the seating arrangement set up right. I also really haven't had the time. I've been wanting to play some original Nintendo, um, but I just haven't gotten I just haven't gotten around to it. I mean, I bought that top loader for a reason, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I just haven't, haven't gotten around to it too much. But, um, yeah, after he was like, he, the dude threw, threw some mad shade on Mighty Final Fight. He's like, that game's not good. And I'm like, dude, have you played it? It's so much fun. It's Chibi Final Fight, dude. Mm-hmm. It's the second best version of Final Fight released on a console. The first one is Final Fight CD for the Sega CD, which is a very close to arcade port with CD quality music. So that's all right. I just had to just shitting on Mighty Final Fight. That game's fun. A little bit, <laughs> yeah, a, a little bit of a uh, don't stomp on me. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, so they go uh they're always pretty interesting. They're like, Oh man, he's like, You should get Wolfenstein too and I'm like, dude, no. I'm not going to. I wanna get it on the Switch. He's like, Yeah, but it won't be the full thing and I'm like, dude, I don't care. I just wanna play it on my Switch. I want portable Nazi killing. Exactly. That I mean that's the biggest thing where now it's it's about comfort and, and ease of use and, and portability. So there's a lot of stuff like I mean I haven't I don't play many games just based on, I, I think we talked about it before here um, mm-hmm. as far as just the, the setup of, of what I've got. And in our living room, we've got floor to ceiling windows and just with the, the view that we have, there's a lot of sun and our curtains don't really, they'll take out the glare, but they don't really do much as far as uh, like uh night day differential. So the only time I can play is at night um, just based off of glare and, and brightness and all that stuff. So having the ability to take that full console, uh, experience and then pop it out and then go play somewhere where it's darker on the road or somewhere where it's a little bit easier that I don't have to move my entire setup is, is definitely uh, better than anything else that you're going to sell me on for, you know, a full blown console. So looking forward to kind of having a lot more there. Yeah, I will say um, one of the nicest things I have done is I got the Vita and I don't know if we talked about it, but the Vita does offer remote play hookup to your PS4. Oh, wow. Well. However, it's really cool. Um, however, my internet connection here is not the best. Oh, yeah. So trying to play um, PS4 on the Vita downstairs was actually really nice. Uh, pers- portable Persona 5 was kind of cool um, until I lost the, connect- the connection. And I was like, ah, dang it. But um, that has to deal with more with... Uh, AT&T line about the the the, the internet speed. Um. <laughs> well, that's what I liked about with Windows 10 and uh, the Xbox One. Like you have some of the, the playing there, so that's what I was able to to do some grinding in in Final Fantasy 10 or sorry 15 when I was needing to just grab some uh, some experience and stuff like that. Uh, I could just you know have the same little mini fights over and over again. Um, playing on my uh the laptop while we were in in the bedroom where there's a much greater uh, there's actually blackout curtains there so you can actually see so we can play there pretty much anytime so just while we're watching stuff or catching up on shows i was able to do that so i i like that where you're able to kind of stream locally so uh yes there's there's definitely going to be like more of that and especially having a uh um a usb cable um to uh or sorry a, a usb xbox controller to, to kind of combo that with with the Windows laptop makes it easy to do. Yes, you know, I uh so yeah, like I you know, I, I like the idea of streaming um and being able to basically play on multiple devices. That's a huge thing too. Like it was really nice to play Persona five to do sort of like part of like the you know shitty part of the dungeon crawl downstairs while watching TV, which was nice. Um 
Uh, the control is moving over. Uh, not perfect, but not bad either. Um, now, I do have one of the original um, Vitas, one of the Gen 1s, that allows me to put in a 3G uh, network card. So, ideally, I'd be able to play um, PS4 anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, which I actually thought about getting one of those for work uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and setting it up that way to maybe try and get some of this console gaming done on, uh, <laughs> um, but no, like it's, it's cool. And it's a really neat idea. Um, because as, as you get older, portability becomes so much more important. Um, because it's like gaming is an experience and, and the whole console setup you know, it, sometimes it can be a pain in the butt. And um, you're often doing multiple things at once. During your leisure time, if you work a lot, you're doing multiple things. You're probably got TV on in the background. Like you're probably watching, you know, you know, Law and Order and Practical Jokers. And, you know, I'm probably streaming something stupid while I play around. Like the more outside of AAA games that draw me to the systems – like my play- dude, I have I had not played my PlayStation for months. Mm-hmm. Like it was so bad. Like one time I went to use it and the controller wasn't even synced to the PlayStation. Like you know, I, I I would barely touch it. Like I'd play a little bit of something and would be like, okay, um, because the games just wouldn't grab me. Like just looking through my you know my PlayStation library. I mean, I'd buy a game, play it for a little bit, and be like, oh, this is kind of neat. But it wouldn't keep playing. Persona 5 happened. That was the most I really played it. Um, I played through Life is Strange. Because that caught my eye and I really wanted to play that. Um, but other than that, like, it's just, you know, whatever. Um, you pick up games and they kind of just sit around the house. Uh, and that's what, that's what makes the, the Switch so special is the fact that it's portable. Like... It's you can play your console, big console experience on the go before you, you know, you can play an hour before you go to bed. You know, you're getting ready to write it down to fall asleep. You can play, knock out some some stuff in Mario or, or you know, kill a, you know, kill some some bad guys in Zelda. Yep. Um, and then go to sleep. And it's really nice. Um, and it's really convenient. Um but that's the, that's that's it for my my game soapbox. All I know is that the new Pokemon's coming out, uh, you know, in about a couple weeks. So I got to try and prepare for that, so I don't end up spending all my money uh, on 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 Pokemon stupid Pokemon related merchandise. So uh, I mean, I guess we can we can close out there with a you know a big uh, thumbs up recommendation. Still six seven months later on the Switch, so uh, you know it's it's not going anywhere. The the uh, the games are still great, and uh, you should have plenty more of them in stores. Since we were walking out of Best Buy, and was like, they had a, Amanda uh, said they've they've got a stock of switches there. So uh, what was the yep. what was the reason we needed to get ours? I was like, well, because now they're restocking for the holidays. When you know three months ago they they weren't doing that, so it was a yep. uh, it was good timing for us to grab it then. But yeah, now uh, it's it should be uh, more available for people where you don't necessarily need to uh, hunt them down anytime soon. Yeah, well, and this is this is the other thing too is that trying to get this, trying to get this system uh, during this first holiday season is going to be nigh impossible. Um, it's and it's the system sort of rewards you for early adopting because you don't have to worry about having to find the system and getting the game. Mm-hmm. You just have to worry about just getting the game. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, I think in a month after Black Friday, you're not going to be able to find them. You won't be able to find them again until March. Like, just because Nintendo's supply line is, uh, the somebody who's telling me that the processor in this is the same as they use in something, and that's why in something, and that's why Nintendo was having issues in manufacturing. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's I remember something about that where it ended up being an issue with getting them out of uh, probably Southeast Asia somewhere. Yeah, so you know it's yeah, it's a good you know it's it's still a good purchase, and you don't have to worry about going out and getting it. It's a huge thing. Yeah, I'm actually so looking at getting a if you can get a it, pro get it controller now as opposed so. to. Uh, 
as opposed to waiting on it because I mean they're definitely going to be gone yep. by the time uh, um, by the time Black Friday rolls around. So you're not going to be yep. finding any uh, um, any any deals on them or anything like that. So if you if you yep. see them and you think you could want one, go ahead and grab it. Yep, I I can tell you now. I know we're trying to wrap up here, but I can tell you now. Um, there's not going to be any Black Friday deals on those. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Target like uh, there's a. Uh, I'm on cheap ass. I, I searched the cheap ass gamer forums a bit, and it looks like Target has their new add up for buy two get one on video games, and all Switch products are excluded. Um, so. <laughs> Um, you know, it's, I, Nintendo is going to want to make their money and I could see it. So, you know, I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't mind giving them money. I didn't get to give them money as a kid. So, you know, I can do it, but now it's no biggie. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's a, another good week. We, there were a couple topics we didn't cover, but they're more, uh, they're, they're still on topic for later in the month. So we'll, uh, we'll hit those up, uh, uh, next time we chat as well. So. Yeah.